Boomy then. Hey, hey! We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is the Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wobriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Hey, yeah. Everybody Everybody. Pew, pew, pew. I was whipping out the pistolas. <laughs> Welcome to the 72nd annual powwow named after Jason Capono. Hey, get on your feet. Malach had the dollar. <laughs> that Jason Capono episode number 72. Eha. Eha. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, who? <laughs> Jason Capono. Jason Capono, I think he played for UCLA. Okay. He, uh, he wore number 72 while he was with the Sixers. Mm. Not ringing a bell. I can't remember the last name. Capono. Yeah, I think he did play for the uh, UCLA. Oh, UCLA. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, March Madness. Anyway, <laughs> that's good to know. Good to know. We got the Unspoken Words episode 72 is in the house. And over here to my left, all the way from LG, the pod, Gotti, Randy B. Say what's up? Hello. And over here to my right, all the way from Arrow Creek, he is your favorite Indian, JCB. Say what's up? Hi. And you know me, Mo Hugs, not drugs, Arrow Creek in the house. Uh ho! Uh ho! Here, here, here! Here, here! Hey, we need to have a Lulu contest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost did that one. Remember on, um, was it the cable guy? Went to Jim Carrey? Was it Jim Carrey on Cable Guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he kind of starts singing all crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want somebody to love? <laughs> and he starts going. Blah, 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 blah. He goes off, remember? <laughs> when you guys are doing the introductions, that's what I was thinking about. Eh? <laughs> Should have just flowed with it. Huh? I know, man, but I could, it, it was playing in my head, but I couldn't like come out with it. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's feeling it. He's riding the bull, riding the bull. The melody wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> How does he go off again? Now I got to check that out, bro. I know, man. I don't even remember that. I'm trying. I'm sitting here trying to remember that. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember he's in that uh, that medieval times. Area. Oh, when okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he, he was at he was at that guy's apartment when they had that he had that. Karaoke oh yeah, machine. that karaoke uh, machine in his apartment. Remember that? It's kind of coming back to me. <laughs> but, he, but I haven't watched it in forever. He, he like manipulates his voice yeah, real yeah. bad, eh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that, that a couple about a couple weeks ago. It was on tip cable. <laughs> oh, cable guy, did you steal your cable? Poetic. You are talking about an illegal cable. 
Pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> you are a warrior poet. <laughs> okay. We got a game. We got a game. A little warm up for y'all. An oldie but goodie from 2021. We're going to play it here. So why don't you hit me with that funky beat there, B-D-J? What song is it then? What song is what? it then? Song oh, what song is, is it then? It what song is it then? then? What song is it then? What song is it then? <laughs> <laughs> who, let that last, who let that last one in here? <laughs> that was fresh off, fresh off the press, man. That was fresh. That was fresh. <laughs> oh, we just recorded that tonight, this evening, so that was pretty good. <laughs> We gotta put a beat in there somehow. Somehow. Somehow, some way. Superman, holla at us, son. What hey. song is it then? What song is what it then? Song oh, what song is, is it then? It what song is it then? then? What song is it then? What song is it then? <laughs> that was that's, a funky beat. That's that about as good as we can get for now, but yeah, that's the. Yep. It's a work in progress. First time, first time, first time. Oh, for it's pretty good for you guys. First time, I know, huh? Bless All right, man. <clears throat> here it is. I'll give you guys uh, one clue after if you guys need it, but I think this one's fairly easy. Uh, here we go. Okay, she need to get a piece. Of the American pie and take her bite out. That's my house. I'll disconnect the cable and turn the lights out and let her know her grandchild is a baby and not a paycheck. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I, I am for real. Is that it? Never oh, yeah. meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a thousand times. times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. A whole bunch of times. I am for real. Ooh, yeah, that was. I knew that one would be easy. Good job, good job, gentlemen. Give yourselves a round of applause. Yay! <clears throat> I don't get carried away. <laughs> yeah, that was just the we first just started. Song. We, just, <laughs> we started. just started. Okay, this one's kind of fairly easy. It's a little warm up one too. Might be. I'm thinking. Anyway, we are all sensitive people with so much to give. Understand me, sugar. Oh, oh. Since we've got be here let's live i love you huh? it's like a 70s rock song <laughs> what, eh? what, what, what i just read that on jack talk i look at your guys faces you're like what the hell <laughs> God, should i be worried you're gonna kick in yourselves i know oh, okay 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 well, all right, all right, all right. should i sing the next line yeah. go ahead there's nothing wrong with me loving you and giving yourself to me can never be wrong if the love is true. Teddy Pendergrass. People Bryson. I don't know who that is. Now you guys will be kicking yourselves. I tell you. Yeah. Let's get it on. Oh, Al Green. Oh, man. I was Marvin Gaye. Oh, Marvin Gray? Gay. Gay. <laughs> <You're still not> gay. 
Gray. <laughs> Gray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be that Marvin Gray. <laughs> That's what we used to listen to back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, Marvin Gray. <laughs> Marvin Gray, son. That's that baby making music. <laughs> all right, all right. Hopefully, you guys. Are- <laughs> baby making music. <laughs> Like, that's how that's how y'all was made, man. Listen to that Marvin Gaye, Gray, Marvin Gray, <laughs> Marvin Gray. <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> this one's a little bit tougher, so I don't know. <clears throat> okay, uh, I sent something strange in my mind. Yeah, your situation is serious. Let's cure it because we're running out of time. Mm-hmm. Tell them, Rick. It's so beautiful. Relationships. They seem from the start, yeah, mm, mm, it's all so deadly. Mm, mm. Mm, mm. Jeez, Doctor. Nothing? Sing, sing the next line. It's all so deadly. Oh, deadly. Really deadly. Deadly. I think we got to do different categories. Is it hip hop? Is it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give you one. There's one clue. You guys never asked for the clue. Oh, one clue. So, nineties R and B. Okay. Next, too close. No. Say it again. Okay. Uh, girl, I must warn you. I sent something strange in my mind. Yeah, your situation is serious. Let's cure it because we're running out of time. Mm-mm. Tell them, Rick, it's so beautiful. Relationships, they seem from the start. Yeah, Mm-mm. it's all so deadly. Uh, what's that Rick. one guy that's in? Oh, man. It's driving me out of my mind. Bobby Brown? That's why it's hard for me to find. Can't get it out of my Poison. head. Yeah. <laughs> Who sings that? Bell Biv DeVoe. Oh, Bell Biv DeVoe. Oh, man. Poison. But it's 90s, huh? <laughs> uh, what I was going to say is. That's like disco aren't, 90s, huh? Aren't they? Like like, that, I don't know. Aren't they in like a uh, new edition with that guy, though? I don't know. With uh, 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 <clears throat> Bobby Brown? Oh, these guys were like his backup? Something or like they were in a group. Yeah, they, they used to be. They were in New Edition and then they broke up or something? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Okay. And then Bobby Brown kind of stayed by himself. Is that out there? Bobby. See, now I'm going to be starting Google it. I know. I know you want to. I know, <laughs> because I want to. playing a game because you be like, cheater! <laughs> <laughs> that what? Is, that, that is true, what? though. That is true. That's cheater! Why I was, yeah, that's why I didn't like, Stop cheating. <laughs> okay. Ready? Last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Uh, I think you guys will get this one pretty good. Should I tell you what genre? No, it don't matter. I was just saying that. Let's okay. go. If we get stuck. <clears throat> okay. Um, I got, oh, yeah. Fighting was against the rules, and it didn't matter why. I know. When dad got home, I know told that story. This country. Yeah. What is it? It's George Strait. Yeah, George Strait. What song then? Uh, what song is it? Uh, then? Uh, uh, love without end. It's yep. a love without end, amen. Yeah, it's a love without end, amen. Yeah, 
<laughs> Let me tell you a story a about a father's love. A secret. A secret that my daddy, daddy said, said was just between us. He's got the lyrics right in front of him. He said, daddies just don't love their children every now and then. It's a love without a name. Aho. It's a love without an aho. I like that version better. Aho. That's real good. It's a love without an You guys hear about Brittany Griner? What? May 19th. She disappeared? She disappeared? Or May 19th what? Oh, they're like holding her until May May 19th. Why? I don't know. That was all they released today. I saw that. Um, But I, man, maybe that's why that picture in Albertsons isn't really her. It's like. Like Maybe it was all a, See now you're thinking like me It's like it's, There's something There's something There's strangeness Conspiracy theory Yeah uh. I don't know about Any of that But <clears throat> man Something Something some means stirring the Kool-Aid man That's right I'm telling you That picture That picture was our first clue See we didn't clue. see it It was right in front of your eyes This whole time This and whole yet, time They've been hiding the truth Right in front of our faces And yet We didn't see it So now what Now May 19th? We have to wait? I don't know, people. We need to watch more Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> don't the Simpsons always uh, predict, like, the future? Yeah. Man, it's crazy how, like, accurate, like, some of that stuff is. Yeah. Like, what? Like, the one that got me, that had me kind of, like, saying, what? Was, like, that, um, remember they had that picture of the globe, and then it's, like, the Simpsons... Um, Donald Trump and those like two other world leaders, they had their hands on it. Uh huh. That was in the episode like from the nineties. And it like came true and they're when Trump was president they had like a globe thing and they had their hands on it. It was a real picture. Whoa. And I was Whoa. like, What? What was the theory with that? Uh didn't really the it's it didn't so really much, say anything, it just like it's not so much the theory just, as because that like Simpson that episode came out in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this happened like four came, years ago. Yeah. yeah. So one of those guys is a time traveler. Something. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Or everything that is happening in mainstream what the media is showing is all scripted. Has been scripted. It's the other theory. Or we're living in a simulation and they knew what the future would hold. Yeah. What if we're living in the Truman Show and it's just us three that don't know? Ooh, that'd be good. What if we're crazy and we're just standing in the insane asylum screaming at like a white wall right now? And it's just like one of us? One of us. And then we've created these other two, like Randy and me or something. Yeah, like like I'm sitting in like this padded room and just, oh. just freaking out. And this whole reality is just in his head. Scary. Play that music. Man. <laughs> Are we done recording yet? <laughs> All right, that's episode seventy-two. Can we, can we can we open a window or something? <laughs> anyway, turn on all the lights, please. 
March Madness. You guys fill out brackets? No, nope. No reason to this year. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. If, f- I, if if there was something involved, like it doesn't have to be money. But oh, just like a pool? Yeah, if there was something involved. Like I'm always trying to get this guy, Josiah, to bet 10 burpees, but he won't do it. I know. This guy's always trying to get me to do burpees. Just 10. I'm good. 10. Nobody wants to do burpees. I don't yeah. want to do burpees, but yeah. I'll do them if I lose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I didn't throw out a bracket second year in a row. Just like, I mean, I just like to watch the games, though. Yeah. yeah. I caught some of, like, parts of games today. They're tight. They got games tonight? Yep. All weekend? Yeah, all weekend, man. I mean, nonstop games. First Actually, round today, tomorrow. Arizona's playing right now, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're not watching them? Because I'm here. Well, I know here, but. time with mom. You said you didn't. Homies. Yeah, you didn't have a reason to watch them, though. What do you mean? The games. This March, March. Oh, I mean, no. He said fill out a bracket. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But, like I gotta have skin in the game. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. To okay. do that, I mean, not that it's in super important, but it just makes it more fun, you know. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. my my dad, <laughs> check this out. My dad just got back from the Pac-12 tournament, uh-huh. and before he left, uh, well, actually, like about a couple of weeks before, you know, to, just to rewind a little bit. Uh, Arizona played Colorado Buffaloes. And this is regular season still. Yeah. And it was one of the only three teams that beat them this year. Yeah. UCLA and Illinois being the other ones. But Colorado beat them, and they're like, haven't beat Colorado in Colorado in like eight years. Dang. But, uh, <laughs> and I was, you know, I was still kind of upset. Still, it still stung a little bit. Yeah. And from eight dad, years ago? It, no, 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 from oh. this last time. But um, my dad goes, I'm going to go to that tournament. He goes, what kind of hoodie do you want? And, I was just being sarcastic, and I said, give me a Colorado one. <laughs> Did he bring you one? So guess what I got when he came back from that tournament? I got the shirt. <clears throat> I, he got me a Colorado Buffalo shirt. <laughs> and he texts me, or he texts me, and he goes, what did you want again? And he said, Colorado. And I kind of laughed. You know, I, I thought he was just being cheeky. Yeah. And I texted him back. I said, why would I want that? I was just kidding. <laughs> and then sure enough he, he he had already gotten the shirt oh yeah and then he asked me afterwards but he brought it but he also got he i got the uh the he brought me a hoodie with like all the teams on him oh nice, nice. Like, arizona's at the top oh nice 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 like it goes around that pack 12 logo yeah arizona's right at the top right on right oh. on. so yeah and then he was sending me pictures too like you know <clears throat> kind of like how you were when you went to the state tournament yeah sent us those pictures like that he was doing that too mm. Their, when their, mm. their confetti thingamajigs went off. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because Arizona won that tournament. But. Yeah. So, yeah, he just they got play that. right now. Who are they playing? Right now? Uh, Wright State or something like that. Creighton? One of those One of those first four teams. Oh, okay. Creighton? Creighton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> what was that other one? Just throw random or? names out there. Iona? Florida. Montana Spe- State Bobcats. Montana State Bobcats <laughs> are going to take it this year. In it to win it? No, that's cool. Still random colleges out there. Little Big Horn? Not even in there. Little Big Horn? Yeah, MSU Billings is in there. <laughs> <laughs> MSU Billings. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, you guys warmed up? Yes, sir. All right, man, let's do this then. All right, all right, all right. So tonight we're going to do a little bit different. Um, our whole main topic is going to be like speak on it. We all brought topics tonight, so um, we're going to jump right into that. So 
DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. On it. In it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. All right, all right, all right. This is Mo Hugs Not Drugs, and I drew the smallest straw, the last straw, so I'm going first. <laughs> no, I just volunteered. But um, tonight I want to do my speak on it on, like, just that determination that you got to have when you first start out. <clears throat> like, you got to want it more than anything. Um, and it's up to you. It's up to you to take those steps to go to meetings plan out your week around meetings like i'm going to this meeting monday i'm going to this one tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday the whole week and go to those meetings and whether you're going to one a day three a week whatever it is go and then surround yourself with people that are like-minded that are in recovery that are walking the red road surround yourself with those people and everybody else that's not like-minded that's not walking that same path walking or walk walking the walk or talking the talk anybody that's not doing that you you let them go just for a season um and that saying you know loving them from afar loving family from afar loving your friends from afar you can do that it's been done Everybody that's walking the red road has some years under their belt will tell you that is absolutely necessary to do. And to me, uh, it boils down to determination. You got to be determined that this walk in the red road is what you're doing now. It's not something that you have to do. It's something that you, it's what your life is now. That's what you're doing now. That's what you get to do now. And dealing and feeling with your emotions, reaching out, um, <clears throat> using your tools, like coping skills. Knowing that if you get pissed off, that doesn't mean you say effort and go drink for a week or two or a month or two. If you get pissed off, you got to sit down with your feelings, identify what's really going on. Because anger is a secondary emotion. You got to identify what's really going on. It's like, oh, that little color said this to me and hurt my feelings. Now I'm mad. Sit with those feelings. Sit with those feelings. Deal with that. Why, why, why did her words hurt you so much? Figure that out. And then deal with that. And then move forward. Um, <clears throat> and I want to read this. I got some things here. Being determined is a fixed intention on resolution to overcome obstacles. For example, a person may be determined to graduate from college and get a degree despite financial hardship. <clears throat> Another thing that I wanted to read was, um, how do you become determined? Um, define success for yourself. What does success mean to you? Set personal, academic, and career goals. Keep your expectations high of yourself. Um, <clears throat> understand your abilities and disabilities. Play on your strengths. Develop strategies to meet your goals. Use technology as an empowering tool. 
work hard, persevere, be flexible. And I really like that last one. Work hard, persevere, be flexible. Without those three, I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here today. Got to work hard at your recovery. And I think Randy's always saying, you know, just first at the first sign of trouble, you can't be like, oh, it's too hard. Boo hoo. Poor me. I'm just going to go back to drinking. I'm going to go back to using. And I can say that because I, I did that numerous times, probably a hundred times. When things got a little tough, like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to go start drinking again. I'm going to start partying again. I've been sober for like six months. That's good enough. I don't have a problem. I've been able to stay sober for six months. I don't have a problem. I'm going to go drink again. I've done that. But you can't do that uh, when you're walking the red road and you want to change your life. And with that, I just like to open it up to these two gentlemen and just get some feedback on what you heard so far. Going? <laughs> I think like determination is key though. Um as you were talking about determined, like man, like I always say, like man, it's just a decision. Yeah. Like we make the decision every day when we open our eyes, like I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go brush my teeth, I'm gonna wash my face, I'm gonna get ready for the day. Mm. Like whatever it takes to get ready for today. And I think if we're in recovery then we have to allow ourselves that same type of determination like along with all those other necessities, right? Like of, of life, like getting ready for the day and, and, and thinking of everything. Like we have to be determined in our mind and make that same decision. Like I'm not going to allow anything to stop me because I have a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, even when times get hard. Like, I got to learn how to push through. Like, if nobody's clapping for me, I got to be determined that I'm going to cheer out, cheer myself on. Yes, sir. Not that we get so full of ourselves and tell, like, whatever, but we we just make that determination, like, saying, man, no matter what obstacle I face, I'm going to continue to push for my sobriety and my recovery. Yep. And when we have that mind state, like, nothing can stop us because we look at it in, in, in our addiction, nothing stopped us. Yeah, but when we come to sobriety, we we tend to uh, be hard on ourselves, and not only hard on ourselves, but we tend to we give up too easy. Yeah, but I think sometimes we give up too easy because we already determined in our heart that I'm just going to do this for as long as I can. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep, for sure. Um, and then we turn around, and it's easier to go. Run to the bottle. Easier to run to things to numb ourselves than it is to face our obstacle head on. Yeah. Um, I think that's why determination is important yeah. when you choose to walk this, this road, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of like, that's what I got. Right on. Right on. Favorite Indian. <clears throat> I like I like how you heard <clears throat> one of those last things that you said was like, it's easy to go back because... We were determined, like, in our heart, in our heart of hearts, there was always, that door was left open. I think, like, from my point of view, like, that door was always left open. Like, when I went to treatment, I was determined in treatment to succeed in treatment. Mm. And then, you know, being young, 
in the in the programs before i i guess i i I must have thought that maybe if i if i made it through treatment then everything would be okay but that's not the case you know that treatment is just like the launching point that's where you pick up some of the tools and the skills necessary and you start coming up with this this game plan so to speak Mm -hmm. but so i think with determination i think that's just like a lot of things that's a choice but you really have to dig deep like am am i really do i really really want this and why do i want this and then from there i think you can make that that choice to say okay this is what i really want so now what am i gonna do and then that i think for me that's where that determination came from like okay i am determined to do this this and this because if i don't i'll fail i've seen it in the past Mm. and by determination is like man i have to do this and nothing will stop me like i am going to accomplish this goal even you know, and and I you start uh, like I started out with little short term things. Like I'm gonna go do this, and then when I get to that point, then I can start reaching up to the next level. Mm-hmm. But trying to you know skip to the end of the game and beat the boss, you know, you don't have the skills to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, <clears throat> I'll lose every time. But that determination has to be that choice, and you have to dig deep within yourselves because you you don't want to leave that door open you don't want to even just a crack and i think once you make that choice for yourself to have that determination and say <clears throat> you know what i'm going to go balls to the wall and i'm going to do this and i'm and then you know jo- you, josiah brought up another good point too is like i didn't have to do it alone yeah like i went out and found other people who were already doing it and then i just followed them like yeah. I always say I'm riding on this guy's, you know, I'm riding on your coattails. Yeah. You know, there's times when I am wanting, I am weak, so to speak. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that's when I can, you know, I don't really, that's when I, you know, we're climbing the mountain and I was telling you, I can give my rocks to you guys. Yeah. Like, man, I can't carry these. Yeah. And And we just toss them off to the side. And when I'm not looking, you just toss them off to the side. Yeah. Why the hell is he carrying these? <laughs> I do not this. But you know that. Throw them so, away. And it's so, not even pretty. And so, he <laughs> <laughs> picked up an ugly. This <laughs> guy carrying on ugly rocks. <laughs> <laughs> How come you pick up the ugly ones? Um, not even smooth like sweat rocks. <laughs> Just boomy then. <laughs> <laughs> First boogie once. <laughs> hey, now wait now. You're, you're taking me out. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Not even pretty ones either. <laughs> you can't even boo with these. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, surrounding yourself with like-minded people because you don't have to do it alone. You can always learn from other people and you can always rely on them to like for me, like I, what I get, one of the biggest things I get from like you two is that you listen, right? You listen mm. to all my, even though I've, a lot of times, you know, sometimes it's BS like, yeah, this guy's just freaking out too much caffeine today, <laughs> but you know, you still listen and you still offer advice. And then, you know, um, I could still look to you guys for that 
for that wisdom and that kind of like, okay, these guys are here with me. I don't have to do this alone. Mm. And, and they have, they're, they're going in the same direction. I don't have to go against the flow. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, so like to have that, that strength in numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, cause yeah. we don't have to, we don't have to do anything alone. So being around like-minded people is key because when you're determined and I can, you know, I can kind of feed off of that. Like, okay. I'm not feeling as strong as I normally am today. Yeah. I need some of your strength and your determination so that I can kind of borrow it. Weird. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So. No, all good stuff, man. I think you guys brought up some things that I wasn't even thinking about. So it's good. <clears throat> and I'll close out with this. It's just like characteristics of a determined person. Then you can hit the button, cut me off, and go on to the next one. Um, characteristics of a determined person. Brave. To be determined, one must be brave. Brave is just being scared, but going forth anyway yeah. and doing it. And I don't know, that I just picture myself back, you know, when I first get started walking the Red Road. Yeah. I was scared as shit. But I was like, okay, this is the direction that I've been given. I've been given these tools. I'm going to use them. And I'm going to move forward. <clears throat> Confident. Doubt creeps in. Doubt creeps into the mind of even the most confident person. And I think that being that brave and being confident, like in what the tools that you have, that you, the tools, the introduction that you got from treatment or your sponsor, um, being confident in this, in this new walk, uh, decisive, determined people are decision makers. Focus. The focus is the goal. Hardworking goals cannot be met unless you do the work. Motivated, reliable, resilient. And those are the things that <clears throat> all make up the characteristics of a person and something that I strive for early on, definitely. So, thank you for joining me this week on my Speak On It. I really appreciate it. On SOI. On SOI. Yeah. That's cool, though, man. Thank you for presenting that determination. Mm. Um, I think it goes hand in hand with. Like what I was talking about. Okay. Uh, my topic tonight is on discipline. Hit the button. <laughs> wrong, sorry, you're on one. What are we doing? Speak on it. Oh. Speak on it, bro. On it. In it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. I feel so dumb now because I'm like, why? I kind of might threw you off because I was just goofing off, but yeah, my bad. (laughs) But uh, he's like, go ahead, hit the button then. (laughs) Boom me. (laughs) Boom me then. (laughs) How come you're not booming me? (laughs) (laughs) How come you didn't boom me yet? (laughs) That's really weird. <laughs> but uh to gather my thoughts, I was talking about discipline though. Um, because I was in a couple of conversations this week and the past week, um, where it feels like whatever 
you're seeking, like whether that be like recovery, um, a job, or you're already in recovery and you're struggling, like whatever facet of life you find yourself in, I think it's it's important that we create a life of discipline, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for somebody that that's a teacher, they get up and they train themselves to to learn so that they can teach in their class. Um, the conversation this morning was regarding like stability and the importance of like discipline, because the story is like, okay, why is there always a tendency to have something new? You know, like every time I talked to this individual, there was always this. Okay, this is going to happen now. Um, I'm about to do this, and, and I'm going to do that. Not that I'm like some kind of like, like I know everything, or you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it got my wheels turning because I started thinking. I'm like, okay, like, man, if you want to, like, granted, like, man, you're at where you're at. But if you want to go further, and the thing that helped me in my life, and not that I'm anybody special, because everybody is the same. Mm. There is nobody, especially in recovery, like, there's nobody, like, I'm no better than nobody, bro. Like, Mm. um, I'm nobody special. Um, I'm not higher than anybody, uh, not better than nobody. But I started, like, thinking about it. I'm like, okay, like, what got me here to this point, like, seven years down the road? Why am I still sober, you know? Mm. And when I started thinking back on my life, I started thinking about, like, okay, like, the first, the most important thing to me was... Gaining stability, mm-hmm. stability in in living, stability in job situations. I've had the same phone number, personal phone number for the past seven years, mm. whereas before I was changing numbers every other week. Um, started doing the, the right thing every day. Like I, st- my my personal life started getting stable. Yeah. Um, no matter how I was feeling that day, it was still, it was stable. I was building a foundation. There were days I wanted to give up. There was a lot of, you know, a lot of questioning. There was a lot of times I questioned my determination. Mm. Um, but it all came down to like, okay, like I made this decision. I was determined to gain a life of sobriety. Like at first I didn't even like have anything. Like I didn't have any number i made it to six months and i remember like looking at somebody and be like okay man if he made it to a year like man i've never had that before but the thing that got me to a year was being disciplined right like yep. not only was it stability creating a foundation in my life but i was disciplining myself to make the right choice on a daily basis when I go to the gas station i had to retrain myself that i couldn't go that i wasn't going to go to the to the Beer cooler. Beer cooler. I had to train myself like, okay, the gas station is for gas and snacks. It's not to go get a dollar beer or whatever it was, you know? Mm-hmm. I had to train myself to to drive past the liquor store. I had to train myself to drive past the trap. Mm. I had to train myself to drive through different neighborhoods. Like, I had to be disciplined, like, in everything that I did. Like, everything that I was doing was brand new. Yeah. So when I talk about, like, disciplining myself, like, the discipline allowed me to see a better life. Mm. And I still have problems. I, there's still things that I go through. But the temptation 
to drink or use when it does come because it does come it never oh, yeah. it never fully goes away when it does come because I have practiced discipline in my lifestyle I'm going to continue to make the right choice yes sir even if it hurts mm. even if I lose out on something I'm going to continue to make the right choice and this all basically stemmed from a conversation this morning why are you always starting something new you could be the best at whatever you choose to do, mm. but you never stick around long enough to see any type of result. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that be your job, whether that be a house, whether that be a relationship, whether that be whatever it is, we have to learn to discipline ourselves, even in sports. Like we talk about basketball right now, it's March Madness. These men have been disciplining their bodies for years mm-hmm. to get to where they're at. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're in a freaking small conference, if you're in a in a one of the top conferences in in college sports. Mm-hmm. Like you guys all have one goal at the beginning of the season. It's and it's the one that's disciplined, that's going to pull it together, that's probably going to succeed. Mm-hmm. The one that's going to be become number one. You know. Yep. Doing the right thing when you don't want to, being disciplined and training yourself, like you're basically causing yourself like to obey. And I brought up the the um, the dictionary, and there's a couple different um, meanings, but it says the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience, a lack of proper parental and school discipline. The controlled behavior resulting from discipline. He was able to maintain discipline among his men. War. Yeah. Activity or experience that provides mental or physical training. Kung Fu is a discipline open to old and young. These are different examples. And then a system of rules of conduct. Number two says a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in higher education. And when we use it as a verb... Train someone to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. That's not the one we want. This other one says punish or rebuke someone formally for an offense. That's not what we want. This is the one that I identify with the most. It's discipline oneself to do something. Train oneself to do something in a controlled and habitual way. Every month, discipline yourself to go through the file. Mm. Discipline your, yourself like you always talk about in the little things, you know, making the decision like, yo, like I'm not going to do that today. Not because you have, not because you have to, but you become so disciplined that that you're moving basically like a machine. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'll leave that. Okay. Yeah. A couple of things like brought to mind uh, when you're ringing out the gas stations and stuff uh, back when, Several times when um, <clears throat> quit drinking, stopped drinking, and came back from treatment and stuff, my dad would tell me, he said, it's going to be hard when you walk into that gas station. He said, you're going to have that urge. You're going to see that beer. He said, but just say no and do what you're going to do, like buy what you're going to buy and leave. And he said, after you do that a couple of times, then it gets easier. And then to the point where it's not, you can just go into the gas station. You don't even think about it. 
And I just remember that as you were talking, you're talking about a gas station. Yeah. Because like he was, he's been sober since like the early nineties <clears throat> that he passed. Um. So yeah, I just brought back that little teaching that he gave me back when he told me that several times. You know, because I sobered up several hundred times. You know. Yeah. But, um. But like towards the end, there, um, I was getting more serious and you know staying sober longer. But anyway, um, he told me that, and that's what I just kind of remembered that. But yeah, being that discipline. Um, for me, it was just like I had to simplify, and like at the end, you're talking about it's the little things, you know, being disciplined in those little things, like <clears throat> not entertaining those thoughts when they come, shutting it off, just boom. No, not today, not today, ISIS. Not gonna think about that today. Um, but just those little simple things, and then okay, starting my day out. With Paratia, uh, giving thanks, giving praise in the morning, and then saying my prayers. And then going throughout the day, being mindful of what I'm thinking about. Being mindful of who I'm surrounding myself with, or who I'm even having conversations with. And just kind of going back into what I was saying earlier, was like, you know, just kind of weeding those people out. And for the most part, you just keep moving forward on the red road. You keep moving forward in that recovery and that sobriety. Uh, those people just kind of weed themselves out. They just start distant and go, oh, this guy's different. Yeah. I say, oh, this guy's different. He's acting somehow. Now, it's kidding. No, he's but too bad. He's acting too bad now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, <laughs> that reminded me of some posts that I've been seeing lately. People are saying, like, these are people in active addiction <clears throat> or active use. Yeah. Posting these posts and saying, I think I'll sober up and act better than everybody. <laughs> <laughs> on social media and no, it just like makes me laugh because like i i don't like what you're saying i don't i'm not better than anybody yeah man the struggle is real like every day when i wake up the goal for that day is not to drink whether i acknowledge it or not that's the goal and most nights before i go to bed i have that thought just a little tiny like one second thought is like I didn't get drunk today. No matter what happened that day, good, bad, and different, like, well, I didn't drink. I didn't drink over it. And that's like usually one of my last thoughts before I crash out um, or before I go to bed or in the evening. I was like, wow, I stayed sober. And, you know, I was counting. Um, I was counting the days. It's kind of seeing how long I've been sober, like how many days. And I was like, <laughs> I was like over 2,000 days. And I was like, what? Like two thousand three hundred and something. Oh wow! Like, Dang man, that's a long time. But you guys got more than me. You guys are probably like the three thousands. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that um, JC has ten thousand. <laughs> has ten thousand likes <laughs> and counting ten thousand downloads. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, man. Ten thousand booze. <laughs> Boo me, then. <laughs> no, uh, we're roughly right around the same times, though, aren't we? Yeah, you guys, you're uh, what, like seven months? Yeah, I mean, it's like a whole year and a half. Something but like that's that. roughly like around like that's fairly new for everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to bring it back to that discipline uh, and this walk, especially getting 
accountability people, a sponsor. Uh, it's that mentorship, that discipleship yeah. that has to happen. You have to get somebody in your corner to that you can lean on, that you can confide in, that's going to be like, okay, I went through something similar. This is what I did. Maybe you can try that. Not some uh, To me, someone that's going to be cramming stuff down your throat and, like, telling you to believe this and do this and nah, nah, nah. Like, I screw you, man. Deuces. Even though they might be mean well, their intentions are well, for me, that didn't work. So I got people in my corner that still called me on my BS, but they they approached it more in that manner. I was like, oh, I went through something similar, or I was acting that way. This is what I did. Try that. Maybe try this. Yes. Um, so, yeah. And with that, I'll pass it over to... Your favorite boo. favorite boo. Everybody's favorite boo. <laughs> Except no substitutes. The food course meal. This ain't that snack business. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> talking about snacks here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, <clears throat> I'll just leave it at that because uh, if I add on to it. You know me, I have a tendency to just throw those stones. Anyway. So yeah. ugly ones. so yeah there's man i I was sitting here listening to you guys and all these thoughts are coming into my head um i guess you know well like for for me you know self-discipline is about those little things but like the example that i kept thinking of when when I was first starting out, like especially after I came, you know, came home and I, I was you know left to, to, to figure it out. Yeah. But, um, like the example I keep thinking of is like I keep getting these jobs where I have to be there at six o'clock in the morning, and before when in my using days, the only time I was up at six is if I was up all night. Yeah. Right. True. And I and I like to sleep. Let's just put let's just let's just put it that way. True that. But um <laughs> but but like like okay, so that self that self discipline, that discipline part, man, I see I go to work all the time and I see these and they're usually the same people. They call in all the time. Yeah. Like almost some some people are just you I mean you can count on it for Mondays, they're not gonna be there. Habitual. Habitual. And and I you know and I, and I think to myself, man, that would be easy. Mm-hmm. That would be easy to call my boss. Like I don't even have to look at him in the face, and I don't have to, you know. Yeah. I could just say, oh, I'm not feeling good. I've got, got a belly ache. Uh, must have been some bad ramen noodles <laughs> or something like that. You know, they didn't boo me. It was a bad boo. <laughs> <laughs> or or. It was a really good boo. <laughs> Tired. <laughs> I booed out. <laughs> you booed me out. <laughs> Baloney. <laughs> Baloney sauce. <laughs> so, yeah, so it would be easy to do that. But I know, like, at first, in the, like, before, like, when, like, I wake up in the morning and I think, man, I don't even want to move. And I hit that snooze and I'm like, oh man, I you know, just think how easy it would be just to call in. 
but then I think to myself, well, you know what? A body in motion stays in motion. So just yeah. get up. Start mm. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Sit up. Yep. And then I sit up and then I just tell myself, just go. Yeah. And after a while, it's like like that discipline to to make to make myself like I had to make myself do that. Yep. Right. At first, and then now it's like it's it's almost automatic. You know, it's just booms. I mean, that, sure, I have my my times when I'm like, man, I just want to lay here. But yeah. I, I that then that's when I go back to you know that just just get up, just start with that, start moving. Let's go. Let's do this. And that was you know that's just one example, but um. With, with with discipline, it's it's like you, you have to. I mean, it, everything's tied together. You know, you have to have that determination. But like, like okay, so there's like it with discipline. There's sometimes you got to do things that you don't want to do, mm. and other times that discipline turns into not doing things that you do want to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. there's there's that there's both that door swings both ways. And like um, another example is like when they when they told me, oh, you need to go find a sponsor, and I was just uh, my immediate reaction was like, oh, great! Now I got to go find somebody else to find, you know, tell me what to do. Like, yeah. I, don't, like I don't have enough of that already. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I thought of a person, went and told him, come on, let's do this, and it man turned out to be the best decision I ever made. Like that's how God works for me. Like yeah. that's that's what I saw it as. It was like divine. Because yeah. I never would have, maybe I, maybe at some point I would have, but at that point in time I would have on my own mm-hmm. had that. I guess foresight would be the thing, but to have the discipline to then actually take that and then go do it, even though I didn't want to, yeah, even though I had my own little kind of um, arguments against it, however irrational or whatever that may be, yeah, it still seemed true in my mind, but to go out there and actually do it and then take that step and then turns out, you know, Oh man, this is the best thing I ever did. Mm-hmm. You know, um, th- things like that. And then, uh, like to, to have that integrity, mm. that, that, that discipline breeds integrity. Like when, mm. no, even when nobody's around, nobody's looking. Yeah. I can still be able to, well, I, st- I need to do this and I need to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is what I'm going to do. Because if I don't, you know, you know, in in a, to bring back that whole, you know, little things. If I yeah. if I'm not doing the little things, that's gonna make it easier to slough off on something when it something big comes up. Mm. Yeah. And so to have that that self discipline and that that um, you know that I don't, I don't like, that's just the word for it. I'm trying to think of another word to de, to describe it, but that's what it is. It's discipline. Yep. To go forward and do the things that I, you know, like a lot of things, you know, you guys both know is that I don't agree with. Yeah. Yeah. But I have to do them. And, and I think ultimately that in the end, it's going to be better for me because I'd be so used to, you know, maintaining that discipline that when I, when I am by myself, when I am able to make, you know, decisions. Yeah. I guess would be like when when the time comes for me to make those important decisions then I can just say well you know what I'm already trained I'm already you know like the analogy already been wired yeah already wired I'm already trained I'm already you know I know how to make a free throw cuz I practiced it a thousand times yeah mm-hmm. this is just going to be automatic yes so 
I mean, to use that sports analogy again, yep. you know, to come through um, in the in the in everything in the clutch in the clutch, yeah, it, it'll be automatic. No, I think that you brought something up. <clears throat> I brought up a memory for me, like three years ago, exact same time of year. Uh, the company I was working for, like, hey, we're sending you to Denver to this training, two day training, in and out. You know, like get there, go to sleep, go to the two day training after training's done, like fly right back. I was like, okay, cool. But I, when they told me, when they brought me into the office and told me that they're sending me, my first thought was, oh, I could drink over there. Nobody would know. Yeah, yeah. That was I the remember you saying first that. boom, man. It just came into my brain. <clears throat> and Wait. I sat there just like, boom. And as they were talking, man, that thought was just going through my head. And I was like, oh, cool. And I got excited, you know, not about that thought, but, oh, I get to fly and get to go to the big city and all this, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> anyway, so then got there. Um, I was just like, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna stay in. You know, I'm not even gonna go out. You know, because I don't want that. But then when I checked in, right behind the check-in, there's like a little liquor store right there. There's pints and half pints and stuff. Damn. Man, I just stayed in my room. Man, the training was there. Like both, day, like that first day, went to that training. Then I just went right back to my room and just ordered food. I didn't even leave my room. <laughs> You know, just because I didn't, because I knew that thought was there. But I told people, I was just like, ah, oh, man, I like I didn't even want to venture out. And that's, and that's that's part of being, you know, disciplined, doing that tough thing. Because, you know, you could you could have easily just said, oh well, all I got to do is make it outside past that little liquor liquor cabinet thing, and then I can you know go see the city and then you know do this and do that or you know shop around blah blah blah. Yeah, but I think. To have the discipline to say, you know what, and I, I need to be right here, even though you know it would have been fun to kind of try to go out and about and maybe yeah. sidestep it. If but to re- first of all to actually be cognizant to actually realize that that's, that's there, yeah, and then to say, hey, you know what, I, I'm disciplined enough to say I'm not going to let that happen. Yeah, I think that was awesome. Is just being self aware. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought. Like you were self aware. Like yo, like. I'm really not strong enough to venture out right now. Yeah. So I'm going to take an extra precaution and rather than tempt myself because there is that possibility, I choose to stay in. Yeah. And just do what I know needs to be done so that I'm not tempted. First of all, you were self-aware that there was temptation, but you were also aware that maybe even if you didn't say anything, you weren't strong enough yet to say no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yep. that temptation, it's easy, though. Like, nobody knows you. They don't know you're an alcoholic. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's you funny. know Well, and what that brings to mind for me, too, is, like, there are times when, there were times when I I thought, you know, if, if I did this and nobody would know about it, man, I, I, I might not get caught. Yeah. Yeah. But what scared me the most was, yeah, what if I don't? Yeah. And then, what if I don't? And then, boom. Then I got to live this facade. Well, not only that, but then, like, even if it was a small thing, then you're like, okay, boom. Then now I'm going to start pushing that boundary, pushing that boundary, pushing that pretty soon. Make it that party started and it won't stop. And you're running and gunning from the popo. So I think it's, it's, for me, it was almost scarier to not not get caught. Yep. Push the envelope, huh? Yeah. Yep. The then sizzle. You, then you start thinking, well, you know what? I, I jumped off three steps. Now I think I can fly. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, because I, I mistook it like I now I see what you were saying, but I thought you were kind of talking like, okay, like if I don't get caught or whatever, like you already started, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's why I meant like the living with a facade because that too. Now you have to come clean yeah. to the people that are holding you accountable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if I drink, I would have to come clean to you too. Yep. And 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 that's that's a tough thing to do because uh, you know like we say it all the time our relationship is important. Yeah. yeah. And and not that I'd say, "Oh man, you dummy, get out of my life, you idiot." Not that I would say that <laughs> you know, to you, but I can understand what yeah. you know that how what you're saying and I, I, I know yeah. what you mean. Harsh language. <laughs> <laughs> Dismissed. Yeah. Dismissed. Bye, Felicia. Can't boo you anymore. <laughs> we ain't booing. <laughs> can't boo me anymore. You might want to boo, but we can't be booing. All right, man, let's go into yours, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Okay. All right. What am I doing? Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. On it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. So, yeah, that, I mean, those two topics were a perfect segue into what I was going to, and I didn't really have a label on it at first like you do, but when I was thinking about what, when, you know, what do I talk about, and and I wanted to talk about, you know, overcoming those obstacles, and for me, a lot of them are just self-made anyway, yeah. um, but so I guess it really just comes down to resilience, and before I... Uh, Give the definition that's here. I'd tell you a little story about uh, like when I when I first got out of prison, and it's it's funny because when you when they when they let you out, they just let you out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it just it seems so anticlimactic after all that time doing all you know, doing all that time. Yeah. Um, they just said here, you know, here's your because uh, they sent me some clothes. My mom sent me some clothes so I didn't have to walk out there and like basketball trunks and stuff. Yeah. So I got dressed, dressed out, and I went outside, and they just opened the doors and said, see that car right there? That's that's your ride. Yeah. And then they just shut the door, and I just turned around, and I'm standing outside in front of the prison, and I'm like, what the? Okay, <laughs> all right, I guess yeah. that's it. No goodbye, yeah. no nothing. Hey, nice to have you. Yeah. You know, something like <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but Don't that you wasn't, come back now. That wasn't it. Was it like the movies? It wasn't. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just like one. You got a cigarette. One minute, you know, you're, one minute you're sitting at that. <laughs> One minute you you know you're sitting in the chow hall having your last meal there, and then next thing you know you're just outside. Yeah, outside those those gates, those fences. No Brad Pitt, huh? No, Waiting for you? No, no Brad Pitt. No, actually, door. You know, <laughs> uh, what was, was the funny, car door open or not? What was funny is when I got into that car, I looked, and this guy he had the same same uh, uniform that I just took off. Yeah, and he and I looked, and you they they put your your name tag right here. It's ironed on there, and yeah. he had one of those in here. It was a guy from the prison camp right across the street. Yeah, and he was my driver, and I was like, I was like, are you are you an inmate? And he goes, yeah, I'm. I'm over at the camp. 
and he started driving and I got to talking to him and to just, yeah, those guys that, at the camp, they, their wall is basically like a hedge. Wow. Huh. So the, he drove me to the thing. Did they t- take you to this bus stop? And at the bus stop, man, it was like at this little rundown, like ghetto ass little hotel or motel. Yeah. Damn. Like, like and it just like on this dark kind of street. And then you, you have to wait for the bus and, this guy pulls up like that, and there's this guy standing in the middle of this parking lot of this old-ass little hotel thing. Yeah. And he's standing by his uh, – he has a suitcase, and he's standing there by himself. And he goes, see that guy right there? Go stand with him. I said, he's probably waiting for the bus, you know, you know, and you'll get it. And so I got my bag, and I got out, and he just drove off. <laughs> and so I went, and I stood by that guy like that, and then he goes, are you waiting for the bus? That guy that was standing there, and I said, yeah. yeah. And he goes, hey, man, he said, it just left. I just got off. I'm waiting for my ride to go home. Oh, damn. And so I missed the bus, and it's dark. Damn. It's at nighttime. It's dark, and I miss my ride. Damn. And this is this is like in a different state. Yeah. yeah. This is, I was in Illinois. Dang. And, uh, man, so I'm about 15 minutes out. Yeah. And I missed my bus, but... <laughs> Before they leave, they give you this paper where you got to sign these papers. And he goes, if anything happens, he goes, call this number. Yeah. So I went inside that lobby to that that uh, little hotel, motel thingamajig. And I said, yeah. I said, I, I missed the bus and I'm supposed to call this number. And, you know, he's that guy that works there. He was obviously used to people like me coming, being there, catching the bus. Yeah. And so he goes, go ahead. And I called that number and it was the prison. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, you missed your eye. We'll, we'll send somebody back after you. And so they came back and they got me and they took me back. <laughs> Bro, they took me back to prison. I went back in there huh. and re- basically reversed the process. Huh. And just like that, I was right back in there. And then from there, they they asked me what happened and I told them. I was like, yeah. I got there. The bus wasn't there or the bus had already left. He said, the guy that was standing there, it left like five minutes before we got there. Yeah. And so they took me to the freaking shoe. <laughs> Basically jail inside the jail. Yeah. And so I think into my, they put me in the shoe and I'm sitting in this little cell by myself and I'm thinking, damn, I'm right where I started. Yeah. This is where I freaking started from. After all of that. And I was like, oh, I was, man, I was pissed, bro. Yeah. I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to do. And, and then they said, well, um, because they thought maybe I ran to the store because they'll give you your card. Yeah, card yeah. with some spending money to get you home so you can eat and stuff. And I had this card, and they said, you might have took off to the store to get some cigarettes or whatever and then tried to make, you know, make it back, whatever. And I was like, no, I didn't go anywhere. I didn't have a chance to. I was yeah. there for like 10 minutes until I called, and then I had to wait for them to come back. But So they, they had to investigate, air quotes, investigate, right? Mm. And so the next morning I was I woke up in the shoe and – uh, I was te- I always tell you guys about the psychologist that was there. She's a really cool lady. Yeah. She came in. She heard that I was in there. Yeah. And that I came back, and she came back there to see me. And she came she came around the corner, and she I seen her through those bars, and she kind of looked at me, and she goes, "What happened?" Yeah. And I just didn't know what to say, and I was like, Phew. and so I explained it to her, and I told her what happened, and she yeah. said, "Well, she goes, that's a tough break. She goes, it'll it'll be okay, you know. They'll figure it out, and they'll get you out of here as soon as they can." She said, but I don't think it could have happened to a more resilient person. Mm. And I thought, 
I don't want to be resilient. I want to be home. <laughs> I want to be on that bus going home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, she that's what she said. She goes, but, you know, I, I was, I had talked to her pretty much through that whole time I was there. So she had a good idea. She had a good uh, idea of who I was. And she said, yeah, yeah it, it couldn't have happened to a more resilient person. She said, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. But, you know, and so with that, like, um, the the definition there's two but the first one is the best what i'm the one i'm thinking of it and it is the capacity to recover recover quickly from difficulties or toughness and and so like resilience man you know walking on the red road without my crutch without that fallback of good old alcohol you know uh there are things that I had to deal with that I didn't normally, that I never had to deal with either at all or for a long time without having that, that drunken state of mind. And, you know, a lot of times, mm-hmm. and I mean, you guys both know that when you're drunk, you couldn't care less about anything. Yep. Yeah. And that's not really resilience. That's, we'll call it that uh, canned courage. Yeah. So that's not even real, but you know, um, just from that point on, especially having ex- certain expectations. Like I wanted, I had these expectations that, okay, this is, if I do this, I do the right thing, then this is how it's going to go. And it's never been like that. Mm. It's always been something. There was always one more thing, mm-hmm. one more, you know, obstacle, one more hoop, one more problem to figure out, one more detour, one more, you know, um, stipulation, you know, and it just kept coming and coming and coming. And what I realized was that it went back to exactly what you guys were saying. It was determination and it was discipline that built up that resilience over time. Mm -hmm. Like, like I was, I was determined to succeed and, for a long time, and maybe it to, cert- to a certain extent, part of that reason was like, I'm going to show you. Yep. Like, you counted me out. You say I'm this, and you put me in this box. I'm going to show you that that's not true. And I'm mm-hmm. going to show everybody that I can succeed. And the reason why I wanted to do that was to help other people do the same. Yep. And so that's where that determination came from. And that determination, in, in turn, fueled... That, or that that determination, you know, created that discipline. Like, okay, this is what I want. This is the end game. So this is the move I have to make, even though I don't want to, or even I, if I do want to do something, um, I made the right decision. And even though I kept doing that, even though I had that determination, even though I had that discipline, things still kept coming up. Not only, um, as far as the things that I was required to do, but you know, life itself and to just to keep pushing forward to keep saying, okay, man, I took that hit. I took that hit. This hurts. Uh, what can I do about it? Man, I, I got, you know, I find accountability people. I can find people to talk to. I can find people to, to, um, rely on. And, um, and then of course, first and foremost, I should have started with this anyway. It's my higher power. Mm. Right. Like that, that, that prayer discipline. Yes. That, that, that <clears throat> the discipline to say, okay, I can't do this by myself. Can you help me? 
speaking to my creator saying, I can't do this. I got to take myself out of it. And however you, you know, and again, still talking to my creator, however you see me getting through this, even if I don't like it, just give me the strength. I, I, I didn't pray for God to move the mountains in front of me. I just prayed for the strength to climb them. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so, and then I kept going and kept going. And eventually, you know, that's what builds up that resilience. Mm. And, you know, like you, you, Randy says, you know, the first sign of trouble, we, we want to turn around. We want to quit. This is too hard. It's too hard. It's too hard. I they won't go. boo me. <laughs> Nobody even wants to boo me. <laughs> oh, my God. I kept Yug. Yug. <laughs> That is really weird. Anyway, so. That's really weird. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, yeah, and then to, to, keep, to keep going, but, but we have to instill that in our, or we have to remember that. Yep. If we instill the determination and discipline, then resilience will come. And resilience, I think, is not something that you can choose to do. I mm. think it just kind of comes because, because of the other two things. Because you have no other choice. Yeah, it's a byproduct of the things that, the choices that you're making. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And then you realize, man, when you look back, like when I look back and I think, okay, so that that took a left turn, but I stayed the course. Yeah. Yes. Or that bump in the road, but I stayed on the, I stayed on my true path. Or, you know, like, and then I realized, man, so, okay, maybe I am resilient. Maybe that is what it is. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, those things are going to come. Those things are going to happen all the time. It doesn't matter if I take out the drugs and alcohol. Like they, they won't be the same problems. They won't be self-inflicted and they won't you know, be that kind of thing. But they still are going to come. And to build up that resilience to say, okay, you know what? You got me, but I can bounce back. Yes. Yep. You know, I got... You know, Josiah is always saying unlimited timeouts, but here's a here's a gamer analogy for you. We got unlimited lives. Mm. Like, all right, mm. you know, I, I can start this stage over. Yeah, I can right. do this one again. I can redo this. I can redo this. I can keep going. I can keep going. I can keep going. Yeah, even though it wants to, there's always going to be that resilience or uh, resistance, right? I and I and I and I liken it back to how we say spiritual warfare. The enemy has his hooks in you. He doesn't want to let you go. So it's going to be a resistance, especially I think the the bigger your, your dreams and your ideas are. Mm. Like if I was content to just exist, yeah, I could do it yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, you know, I want to against all my, inbuilt instincts i want to you know go out and kind of stand up and say i want to help and i want to i want to do things that show other people that they can they can do it too yeah um because to me you know like i said it's kind of when you when you stand up above everybody else it makes you a target oh yeah Yeah. right people like like you said on those memes like Oh, he's just acting better, and we've we've all three of us said it a million times before. I don't think I'm better than anybody. No. In fact, I know I'm not. If I said I do, then that argument has no ground to stand on. 
mm-hmm. at all. Um, and I think the, the, the best response, like I've said before, is, you know, somebody says, why do you think you're better than me? No, the real question is, why do you think you're less than? And rather than um, get into a back and forth with somebody who isn't willing to listen anyway, it's best just to stay the course and, and show by example. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and and I think resilient. I mean, all those three the three things that we talked about this evening are just all in like they're fire. Yep. They're all entwined. Yep. Interconnected. And I'll stop. I could keep going, but I'll stop right now. And I'll watch you guys your feedback. I think like what I kept hearing the most in in your topic is really like not having no quit in you. Mm. Mm. No matter what happens, you have the determination. And because you're determined, you discipline yourself Mm. so that whenever you face anything, even though it hurts, you don't quit. You know? Yes. And I'm reminded of, um, I remember like early in my sobriety, I was a single, like everybody know, like I've shared countless times, like I'm a single father, right? Like, yeah. But I remember. Um, working a job and man, the um, daycare that I was paying was like outrageous because I was required to work overtime hours. Yeah, and one check would go to the rent, the other check would go to um, daycare, and there was really no wiggle room, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I made just enough to do those, but I couldn't like get ahead. So I applied for food stamps. I was like $73 over the limit for my household. Um, And then, like, there was nowhere to get food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we were empty, bro. And I'm like, man, like, and I remember, like, just being mad and being pissed off, but still, like, making that decision. Like, I'm not, like, this ain't going to make me. Like, I'm going to show you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... I remember trying to get Wick. They told me to go get Wick, and they're like, yeah, just sign up. It's really easy. And I went to the Wick office. Yeah. Set up an appointment, went to the Wick office, got there, went through the whole thing, and then the lady wouldn't clear me for Wick because I was a dad. What? And it's not called Mick, huh? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, actually, but, but... she wouldn't approve me because she had to clear, like, clear, like, do I really have my daughter? Is this really, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and there was obstacles, right? But I remember, like, I was taking this class. I just stumbled upon this parenting class, dude, like a father's class. Yeah. Like a father course. This guy, his name to this day, his name, like, his name was Will. But he was like, hey, um. I don't have any resources to help you with, but we're starting this father's class and do you want to be a part of it? <laughs> Dude, I was like, okay. At that point, I was like, really, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that guy, when I got denied by Wick, I went to him and I just kind of started like informally meeting with him and, and I'm like, bro, like I can't even get food stamps, told him my situation. I'm like, they won't even clear me for WIC because they're, they're not used to having single fathers at the WIC office. Yeah. The lady was like, and, and I'm being nice, 
Yeah. She just kept denying my, um, <clears throat> she would deny it. Yeah. And uh, physically showed my daughter, like, physic- like you know what I mean? Like, this is my daughter, like, this yeah. is legit. But there was just like, I don't know if she was like a man hater or what. Um, But the guy, Will, like, after discussing with him, dude, he made a phone call. 30 seconds. Mm. Was like, I have a client here. He's single father. He's coming to his parenting class. He's, and she's like, and he applied with for WIC. And they won't clear him for it. Yeah. Dude, that lady was like, oh, send him down. I'll help him. Like, he advocated on my behalf, bro. Yeah. And dog, within five minutes, I had like a, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember going to like, Albertsons and man being able to get these groceries and you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was more than just like you got juice, you got whatever cereal, cereal, like everything. And dog that made my day, but I don't know why your story reminded me of that. It was like, I think it just like reminded me like in that moment, like I had to adapt to the obstacle that was in front of me and I had to overcome it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and this is quit. early in my sobriety. Yeah. They didn't quit. And, and say it's too hard. And, and, the, and the resilience is that you you didn't let that no. Yeah. That no say, okay, well, I quit. Yeah. But, and, but, and, and, I, and I think, you know, God is mysterious. He'll put you in the right positions, the right places, bring out the right people. Yeah. yeah. And you could you could have kept it to yourself. Yeah. You could have just brooded over it. You could have been resentful. You could have been acrimonious. You could have just shut down. You didn't have to tell anybody, but you reached out. You reached out and said, hey, man, this is what I was trying to do and didn't work out because of this, that, and the other. And then, boom, it's like, okay, so you, you, you had that. Let me that. make this phone call. Let me make this yeah. phone call. You took that no, but you kept going forward. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what resilience is, huh? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> no, that was a good story, man. I was caught up. I was seeing you there at the Wick office. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me her name, bro. Go down there. <laughs> no, go down there. Man, put, her like, put her on blast in front of everybody, bro. <laughs> But I think, like, even though, like, those kind of stories, though, like, especially, like, I didn't, like a single father, like, society's not used to seeing that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And society will throw obstacles in your path purposefully. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's part of what I was talking about, too. Like, they they want to see you as, like, they want to put labels on you. They, they want to put you in a box. box. Yeah. They want to say, okay, well, you're, <clears throat> I mean, everything from race to gender to criminal history to your using days to everything they yes. they, they want to make a predetermination about who you are yes based on those things and that's where that 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 uh determination comes in that self that discipline and also the resilience to say you know what you can say whatever you want you can yep. deny me here but i'm gonna keep going forward because eventually i'm gonna achieve my goals Yes, sir. And yeah. if you don't help me, that means I didn't need you in the first place. Yes. That's why I don't vote. Why I don't vote. That's why I didn't I didn't vote for you. You should have told me. <laughs> That's why I don't vote in tribal elections. <laughs> <laughs> who, who died and made you 
president of the WIC office. I didn't vote for you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. All right so, right. like, the. Calming down. Calming down. <laughs> this guy's jumping on his soapbox. I didn't know he hated WIC so much. I didn't tell now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, with me, the resiliency, right away, I just started thinking about, uh, you know, our ancestors. Yeah. Um, Things changed dramatically for them, their way of life, put on reservations, but they had that determination, that resolve, like, okay, we're going to make this work. Because the way they thought, their mentality was like, they made their decisions for the unborn. They made their decisions for the unborn from like three all the way to seven generations, depending on your tribe. So they said, we're going to make this work for them, for us. For you listening right now, they decided to make that work so that we could be here. They could have easily, you know, all right, we're going to shut it down. This is it. This is the end of our people. We're just going to call it quits. Uh, but they didn't. That wasn't their, that wasn't who they were. That wasn't their mentality. Um, <clears throat> so that resiliency there to make that sucky situation work so that we could be here. I use that today. I use that today in my recovery. It's like, all right, I'm going to honor that. I'm going to honor that determination. I'm going to honor that discipline. I'm going to honor that resiliency of my ancestors by walking the red road, by using my tools, by helping others, by sharing my experience, strength, and hope. And... You know, it takes all these three things. I think we didn't even plan it, but it all came together. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I just said, we're going to do this. And I said, bring a topic, pick it out, and bring it. And we'll just do it like a speak on it for this episode. And man, I'm shocked right now. I'm just like amazed that like, we all picked topics that are, that go together. That's pretty freaking awesome. Go together like PB and J, baby. That's right. Like peas and carrots. There's more to the story. Like bread and cheese. Like Forrest and Jenny. Like. (laughs) 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 But anyway, you had that. um, Yeah, all three things. Expectations been thrown around tonight. I saw. JC and um. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> if looks could kill, if looks could kill. <laughs> JC and Boo. <laughs> I, I ain't trying to step on my bro Randy's toes, man. JC and Boo Boo. Even like that, bro. Anyway, that's that's that's. So just one thing. Well, just one more thing, and then we'll get silly here. But <laughs> expectation, we threw that around. I said it. I think we all said it. Yes. I just wanted to read the definition here. A strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. A belief that someone will or should achieve something. And I think in our context, in walking the red road, believing that if you use your tools, using your accountability to people, your sponsor, your circle, using those things, expecting that that's what's going to work. Because those that have gone before us, that's what's worked for them. Um, And just kind of like real simplifying it, you know, 
using your tools, having sort of surrounding yourself with people that are walking the red road. Yes. Those are huge, huge. And then that relationship with your higher power, Paratia, um, yes. very important. And with that, uh, that's I, good. Yeah, yeah, go for it, man. I was going to say one more thing. Like, I think all of those things um, also need to be, or, you know, it should be said that you have to be adaptable. Oh, right. Like to adapt. Yep. Especially on a, like on, on a day to day basis. For sure. Um, because you were talking about like, okay, I thought of it when you were talking about our ancestors, right? Yeah. And part of the things that they did was adapt to the world around them mm-hmm. before 1492 mm-hmm. and obviously ever since then. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we always, see, we see it all the time. Like natives will, will, will take something and make it, make it our own. Oh yeah. Right. Like we didn't know 150 years ago, we probably didn't know what fry bread was. Yes. No, like, sir. We didn't know what that was, but once we found it and we figured out how to do it, now it's ours. Yes. It is ours. So, you know, and that's just kind of a weird little example, but I mean, to be adaptable and to say that this is this is how the road is going so I can adapt to it. Yes. Yep. At any, any, any given moment. Yeah. And just like to throw this oxymoron out there. Um, hey, I didn't the call only, you names. <laughs> the only thing constant is change. Yes. And I found that huge. <clears throat> so being adapt, I found that huge in recovery and walking the Red Road. Uh, because when I got to the Red Road, three months, six months in, nine months in, I was like, okay, this is what my life is going to look like. Nope. It changed. And year one is nothing like year seven right now. Mm. Nothing. So knowing that piece that it's like a constant transition and, but to remain adaptable and to use your tools, very crucial. (laughs) Give me some, give me some horns and some Lulu's and something else. Who Black. let that dogs out? <laughs> you, you, boo did. <laughs> play ya, play ya I can't hate you, homie. I heard that song the other day. It's been stuck in my head, huh? Play ya, play ya. Percy Miller. Percy and the Miller. No Limit Soldiers. The NL. Oh, okay. NL. Play ya, play ya. I can hit you, homie. Uh. <laughs> no, no, no. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. Dude, that's like 20. Randy B. Four years you ago. know he's bad at bad at. JCB. You know he's bad at bad at. Oh, yeah, 20 something <laughs> years ago, bro. Oh, man. Some things don't age well, man. <laughs> man. I used to love that. No limit soldier. You know, I. Speaking of which, probably about a month or two ago, I seen uh, I got the hookup. Okay, and Maybe. I thought, yeah, it was it was on it was on TV, and I oh. thought, and I started watching it, and I thought, man, this is dumb. Yeah, this is a dumb movie. So I quit watching Whack it. Whack actors, <laughs> like, oh, man. Just yeah. I, remember, like, I never watched any of the No Limit ones, but I watched the Cash Money ones. One of uh, them, I was like, man, 
these guys are terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't a good. It wasn't as good as I thought. So, like I said, man, some things don't age well. Yep. Just like that Tupac movie. That guy looked like Tupac, but he was a terrible actor. With, uh, All eyes on me. Yeah, that movie was terrible. The terrible. It's funny you say that because I just watched the Biggie Smalls one, and that was a good one. Yeah, that, that one was actually kind of good. Yeah, that was. I just watched a documentary on Netflix on Biggie Smalls the other week. You know what? It seems like those have been on. Is that the one on? Uh, you're talking about the Netflix one? Yeah. And then there's another one. No, that was uh, Kanye, huh? Genius. Oh yeah, yeah. That um, evolution of hip hop on Netflix. That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. That's good. How about City of Lies? You ever watch that one? Uh uh-uh. uh Johnny Depp, but he's. He's with uh oh what's that one guy's name? Um Does he rap? Uh he should do. <laughs> Hugs. Oh uh For Forrest Whitaker. Hugs. Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. But anyway, one of them's a journalist, one of them's a cop. You uh, see that one meme? They're investigating. When you take Deku and Nyquil at the same time and it's a picture of Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> a what? You take Deku and Nyquil at the same time and it shows Forrest Whitaker and his eyes are all kind of jacked. Oh yeah. yeah, it looks like he's one's closed and one's open. <laughs> <laughs> he got that lazy eye. I can hate you, homie. Play a play on. This is for the bourbons and the Cadillacs, <laughs> rolling in the tens and the twelves and back. Yeah, the lyrics on that song suck, but the hook is cool. I like yeah, that. It's melodic. Yeah, melodic. Okay, so early. Oh, okay. All right. uh, Earlier, right. what were you saying though? I was gonna say early, early pick for Final Four. Mm. I don't know. Connecticut, Connecticut just went down. <clears throat> Good day. Number five just lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Oh, well. I think it's gonna be like upset city, and so except for Duke, I'm I'm always cheering for Duke. So Duke, I'm, Duke's always my pick. I saw your bracket today. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was that was from like two years ago. Yeah, but I just wrote Duke real big on the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was referring to. Yeah. The old Duke. Yeah. yeah, I beg to differ, sir. Arizona. But I'm, I'm no, going for Iona. Arizona yeah. in six games. Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't know, man. Like just Iona? like yeah, just like like we were talking about this before. Uh, if the season is kind of any telltale towards what's going to happen in the bracket, like. Nobody was safe in that top ten. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. There was that a couple of weeks ago. All the top six all lost in the same day. Yeah. Same weekend. Same weekend. Boom. So I'm looking for some. I'm. I'm. I'm going to cheer for the Cinderella story. I'm waiting for that. That'd and be you cool like to, to watch the first couple rounds? Yeah. Yep. Let's go, just, MSU Billings. I know. And then, and then whoever the Billings. sleeper is, like you know. Yeah. I just like to watch upsets. Yeah. I don't watch college basketball until now. Oh, you don't watch all season? Nope. Mm. Yeah, this, this is when it gets good, though. There's some good games today. I was watching the Zags the first half earlier, and I thought, what was it, uh, Alabama State, or who was it? I think, oh, who was it? Anyway, I forget who they're playing, but, man, they're giving them a go first half. Buy the battery, Alabama. MSU Bobcats. MSU Bobcats going. Yeah, who are the men playing tomorrow? I don't know. Did the they way- charter a plane or did they ride like fly Delta and stuff? They took a school bus. 
I seen them getting on a school bus. I seen them. I mean, no, I seen them on a. Yeah, they were. They took a picture on a plane. They're like, "Oh, the Bobcats arrived." Oh, they're like Bobcats are flying out or whatever, and then they're like, Where are they "Bobcats playing? landed." I don't know who they're playing, but I was like, "Are they chartered? Like, did they just book out like an entire Delta flight or what?" Probably. I don't know how much that costs. Huh? They probably got some kind of contract, with like Allegiant or something. <laughs> Allegiant. <laughs> what's what's that that um. Bus Depot down here. What are they, what are those called? Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah, Jefferson, Jefferson Lines. Jefferson Lines. <laughs> All right. It's about Alrighty. that time. Thank you guys for bringing it. Pod Gotti and your favorite Indian. Thank you for bringing it like you guys always do about this time. And I appreciate y'all. And with that, that's episode 72 is a wrap. And we appreciate all our listeners out there. Keep spreading unspoken words. Gospel Billy Graham style homes. Thank you. Uh-huh. And with that, we are out. We'll be back better than ever next week. Peace. We love you. What's up, Holler at your boy? This is your favorite Indian, JCB. Hey, yo, it's Randy B, a.k.a. Pod Gotti. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, a.k.a. Mo Hugs, Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Somebody gonna boo this guy or what? Boo him.